Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Good morning. Bill, John, down Bruce, but hey, we got you guys back. That's exciting. Yeah, I was here in January. That's true. Yeah. We, you were was here? it January? Uh, which year? I'm not sure. Yeah, we're not okay. sure. But we're continuing with The Cure and Parents, and we... We're really excited about some of the uh, responses that we're getting back from people. And uh been getting some emails lately that have been so encouraging about the specific application and freedom that uh, parents are feeling. And they're getting the point, um, and I mean that in the most positive way, that this isn't about your child's behavior. This is about the freedom as a parent to feel like you get to love your kids the way that you want to. You get to love your spouse if if you're married the way that you want to and you get to f- be even if only incrementally freed from some of your patterns that you have felt enslaved by mm-hmm. um and so if nothing else if this book is helping you to to clarify some things where you're like oh yeah that's me and you're saying that that there's hope for that and i believe you because this book is walking me through that that's fantastic amen um <clears throat> But we're on week, or actually page 64. We're just going to jump into the reading this morning, and then we're going to chat about it with you. So this one's on objectivity. Objectivity is at the center of healthy parenting. It is gained through resolving life issues. Objectivity is the ability to respond to an issue and give direction to another person without it being clouded by overreaction. Before we respond to any discipline issue with our children, we must first ask, God... Have I given this to you to reform my response in clarity and bring me objectivity? Then we must have the integrity to wait for it to happen. This is very hard and often requires a lot of time. And sometimes we are forced to make a decision even before our ducks are forming into rows. But very few things can harm our children more than subjective over-response in their vulnerable moment of need. Objectivity is one of the finest gifts we can offer our children. Wow, that's a incredibly powerful paragraph, um, Bill. <laughs> whoa, yeah. uh, you know, uh, let's think about this mm. uh, cont- contrast here: mm. my subjective and, and my objective response to people. We we make a statement, and I don't think we can go back real quick. It says that uh, it, it objectivity is gained mm-hmm. through resolving life mm-hmm. issues. I just feel a real need to mm-hmm. just pause here and say, um, when I as a parent have not been able or unwilling to resolve how life has affected me, my children will pay for the consequences of my behavior. That's right. And so what I'm what we're saying about that is. When my child does something that is upsetting, if I am not objective, I will react to their upsetting me rather than being able to give attention to the need of my child in that moment. And you're saying the reason that you are overreacting is because either from your forefathers or their forefathers <laughs> or whoever, you are carrying something and it hasn't been broken in your line. And so when something triggers it, you're, it's that baggage that's getting triggered. 
Amen. Or it could be in your marriage. That is, so, I mean, it's this generation. Yeah. The way that you're treated. Could be yesterday. You're watching your child do some of the same things to you and you're embarrassed or you're whatever right. it is. Right. And, and so the, the dynamic in this paragraph is that how in the world do I keep I'll say it a different way. How in the world do I learn to understand that I need to know truth? And that's this. My unresolved issues will always cause my shame to respond to your behavior. And, oh, my gosh, you just think of all the times. And I've done it. We've done it. It's like... Oh, I'm just not going to be like my mom. I'm not going to be like my dad. I'm not going to treat my kids like I was treated. And, and why am I doing it? And, and yet, and yet, I'm the parent who has to be there for the next thing. And I carry shame and carry whatever. You know what I watched? I remember used to drive me nuts in it was somebody would do something wrong. And as a leader in the church, I wanted you to deal with it. And yes. you – you would say, I have to get objective first. Yeah. And I thought, what kind of mumbo jumbo is that? <laughs> and you would go for away for several days. And yeah. then you would deal with it in a healthy way. But I honestly didn't get what you were saying at the time. I yeah. did not believe it. I didn't like it. I didn't understand it. But I think you're saying I had to go garden and be with God and get myself and, and face what is keeping me subjective in this because right. I can hurt this person because of the authority I have in their life. Absolutely. This is, you brought it right home, John. I was with a friend of ours yesterday, and he said to me, have you responded to so-and-so's email yet? And I said, no. And he said, why not? Kind of surprised. And I said, because I'm still mad at him. And he went like, that's why you should Bill, respond. Bill, you <laughs> I said, yeah, me, I can't do it yet. I said, I'm still mad at him. I don't really like what he did. And he laughed at me yesterday, laughed with me, but it was true. There's a, another statement in here, David. It says, but very few things can harm our children more than subjective over-response to their vulnerable moment of need. Uh, that one hits me right at the core of my heart. Uh, my father, uh, my brothers and I would say that my father – was jealous of his children's success, mm, mm, mm. even as children. Mm. And he would often so painfully react to us mm. with language that would just break my spirit. And, and so I didn't know it. My interpretation as a child was I did something wrong. I didn't have the ability to understand yeah. that he had done something wrong to yeah. me. Mm. And and that is that's one of the penalties yeah. when someone in authority acts out of their unresolved issues, the innocent one begins to believe they wow. are the problem wow. instead of the problem being in the way they were treated. Wow, so yeah. good, David. You're you're right in the middle of this right yeah. now. What does what, what does this paragraph do to you as you process it? Through? Well, one of the things I was thinking about is often it, it may feel like too much to think about, well, so now I have to know what my shame is. So now I have to know this. And I think for me, often I may not know what's happening. I may not know what is um, uh, going on inside me, but I do know that I'm having a forceful negative feeling. Right. And in that moment, 
I, you may call it overreacting, you might not. It doesn't kind of really matter what you call it because you know that you're having a sense of, I am having, you know, be it whatever your physical response is or your, um, sometimes like I literally get hot when I'm, <laughs> or my, my glands start to tingle when I feel embarrassed or when I I've feel. never used that term before. No. The glands starting to tingle. Yeah. Oh. Like it's just, I have a physiological response yes. that I've started to understand. I'm feeling something that makes me. Yeah over like either overreact or embarrassed or or whatever it is and so i don't have to figure those things out in the moment but they are a small trigger to me i am not going to be at my best or most objective with my child right now and why i want to fix this is has far less to do with their benefit because discipline is always for the benefit of the child right uh, and we've talked about that it has far less to do with their benefit and far more to do with my reaction exactly and well in those said, moments i say well to myself said. This is a moment just to love my child. It's not a moment to step away into right. the room. I can't handle you right now, child. It's not that moment. That's the moment when I go and hug my kids and just tell them I love them, no matter what the issue has been. And I'm not saying that's necessarily like the way or right, but that's what I have yeah. chosen to do. And then I say, I don't know what to do about this right now. And it mm -hmm. kind of doesn't matter. I love you. Mm -hmm. And we'll figure this out. And we'll, or something along those lines. And they know. They're fully accepted. Nothing is at jeopardy. And I just, I, we, we figure it out later. We talk was, about it later. It, it could be a moment later. It yeah. could be a half an hour later because sometimes whatever it is they did does need attention, mm -hmm. but not in that moment. And sometimes I realize it's actually something I did. <laughs> and something I did that they responded to. And you know what? They should have responded negatively to that because they just got hurt by me. Yeah. And when I Excellent. get in touch with that and get to talk to them about that, well, that creates that creates real safety because they get to know, you know what, dad's real. Dad's flawed and failed, but he'll come back and, and own when he started the whole thing, you know. Powerful truth today. Oh, wow. Yeah. Thank you, David. Thanks for joining us on the True Face Podcast. We'll see you next week.